0: Hi, this is Mr. Consalvo. Welcome to the new Covenant School podcast. These are the announcements for the week of March 6th. With the Varsity Girls gone this weekend for their tournament in Ohio, Mr. Kenny is gone as well. So I am here in his place for the podcast this week. So we have a few announcements for you this week. The 7th and 8th graders will be taking the classic learning test on Wednesday, March 8th. They will be dismissed once testing is complete. Friday, March 10th, will be Art Day. Come ready for some creative fun. Wear white or fluorescent clothing for the closing black light dance party. Also on March 10th is a half day for our students. Preschool will dismiss normally at 1130, and grammar and upper school will dismiss at 12. There is no school Monday, March 13th, so enjoy the long weekend also, Friday, March 10th, marks the end of the third quarter. Report cards will be issued on Friday, March 17th. We want to wish a happy birthday to several of our students this week. Happy birthday to Mariana McKnight on March the 7th. Happy birthday also on March 7th to Kate Moore. Also on March 7th, happy birthday to Grayson Williams. And then on Friday, March 10th, happy birthday to Lulu Walpole. As I mentioned earlier, the varsity girls are at the National Christian School Athletic Association tournament uh, this past weekend uh, with an update on how things went with that tournament. Here is Mr. Canny.
1: Thanks, Mr. Consolvo. Hey, everyone. This is Mr. Canny, or more appropriately, I guess I should say, Coach Canny, recording an update on how our tournament in Ohio went. So as many of you know, we finished the season as the uh, SCACS 2A state champions, and then um, decided to play in the National Christian School Athletic Association's national tournament. So we traveled there this past Wednesday, and then we played games on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Now, how they do it is they uh, put the schools into different divisions based off of your size, and then they might take into account, you know, your record and your strength of schedule, you know, and those, and those sort of things. So we were placed in the uh, Division 3-4, and so what it is is Division 1-2 is the big schools or the biggest schools, then you have 3-4 and then you have the five um, Division Five schools. So we were uh, Division Three, Four. So we played on Thursday and we won Thursday, which then meant we were in Division Three. And so we competed in the NCSAA Division Three uh, national tournament. So on Thursday, uh, we came out of the gates super hot against a, a school called Tri State Christian, who is out of Maryland. Uh, so we actually uh, made our very first two three-point shots and never looked back from there. Uh, so we raced out to an 18-7 lead at uh, at the end of the first quarter. We were up 42-13 at half and ended up winning 72-28. to So that was a blowout win for us. We were led by um, Meredith Milford. Uh, she recorded a school record seven made threes and then ended up with 28 total points, which is just one off of the school record. Uh, Also contributing in that game, we had Kate Moore with 10 points and Addison Canney with seven assists, and it was just a great overall team win. Uh, 11 of the 13 girls on the team scored in that game. Well, then that uh, that win put us in a semifinal game on Friday uh, against a school out of Illinois. It was, uh, it's called Christian Life Schools from Illinois, and we had scouted them, and we knew that they were going to be a solid opponent for sure. So, in that game, we were uh, kind of we were down early in the first quarter, but we ended up taking the lead by one thirteen to twelve at the end of the first. We were up thirty one twenty five at half, and then really took control in the third quarter. We were up uh, forty six thirty three at the end of the third, and I think actually got up by as many as maybe sixteen in that game. But Christian Life Schools, uh, they clawed their way back into the game. They started uh, pressuring us. And uh, so the final ended up being 60-52. to 52, uh, But again, we came out on top. In that game, our leading scores were Addison Canney with uh, 17 and Hadley Johnson, who also had 17 points. Uh, and then Meredith came back from making seven threes the day before to then making um, uh, three threes um, to go along with three free throws to get um, 12 points. Uh, So that was a great, great semifinal win, and then that moved us on into the uh, championship game against uh, a school called Broadfording. So it was Broadfording uh, uh, School or Broadfording Academy, I believe, and we knew this was going to be a very, very tough game. We had scouted them. We knew that they had very good players. We knew that their best player was probably, or I mean, without a doubt, the best individual player that we competed against this year. And this was probably the best team that we played against overall this year. And then that one individual player was probably one of the top three players that we have played all time in program history. So, like I said, we knew we had our work cut out for us. Uh, We actually trailed most of the game. We were down 15 to 20, or we were down 20 to 15 at halftime. Uh, At the end of the third, we continued to trail by three, or I'm sorry, by five, as we were down um, 28 to 23. But then we exploded for 18 points in the f- fourth quarter, outscoring them 18-9 to, uh, to take home the win and to take home the Division III NCSAA uh, championship with the final score of 41-37. to 37. Now, in that game, uh, Meredith led us in scoring with 12 points as she made four three-pointers. Addison uh, came through with 11 points, including six of six from the free-throw line, including four of four in the fourth quarter. So in the fourth quarter... We had gotten to the point where I think we were tied up, then we were down one. Uh, Addison stepped to the line and made two free throws to put us up one. I think it was the very next possession, Meredith came down and sunk a three that basically broke the hearts of the other team, put us up by four. They had they, they then had to foul to, um, to try to get the ball back. They fouled Addison. Uh, she stepped to the line, buried two more free throws to put us up by six. Uh, they sort of made a bucket with Maybe six, a meaningless bucket with like six seconds left uh, to then for the final score for us to win by four. Also, vital in that game was the defense of St. Clair Rowland. Uh, St. Clair really stepped it up and took it personal to stop their best player. Uh, We held their best player to 17 points um, or maybe contained her to 17 points because this is not a player that you can stop, but you just have to try to contain. And uh, even though she's probably a foot shorter than this girl uh, and at least two years younger, uh, she just really stepped it up the defense and was uh, was really intense. And what happened overall was we just wore them out uh, with our style of play, our tempo, our press, our pressure, Uh, We just wore them out and broke them in the fourth quarter, like I said, outscoring them by nine. Uh, to bring home the championship and to secure the first ever uh, undefeated season in Lady Cavalier uh, history. We ended the season 24-0. and 0. We won the uh, Cavalier Jamboree to start the season. We were conference champs. We were region champs. We were state champs. And then we're NCSA, uh, NCSAA Division Three champs at this tournament. Uh, there was uh, teams from 18 different states there. We were the the only team from south carolina you had a lot of teams from florida like i said illinois indiana just just from all over uh, the country so it was a really unique experience uh great opportunity for our girls and they represented uh the school they represented their families and ultimately they let, uh, represented the lord uh well and how they played and how they competed so i'm just super proud and super grateful for our lady calves and, and the season they had thanks everyone
0: Be sure to check out our Senior Story Podcast that comes out every Tuesday morning. These have been really fun with our senior class uh, sharing um, their insight about what their experience here at New Covenant has been. This week, we will hear from Dominic O'Bright. Every week, Mr. Candy does a book recommendation of the week. But If anyone knows me, they know that I, um, my bookshelf, instead of having books, which we have books on our bookshelf at home too, but I have over probably about 100, 120 board games at home. So I'm a big collector of board games, an enjoyer of games. Uh, anyone that has been around the school at all this year has probably been led in a game by me at one point or another. So I thought it would be fun if I came here and recommended a game um, for you and your families uh, at home. There are tons of options and I'd, and if you're ever interested in, in other recommendations uh, for games that you can play with your family, um, or, you know, or, or for your kids or whatever, um, please come talk to me, let me know. I'd love to talk about games. I'm always willing to have that conversation. Um, but uh, a few months back, uh, Melissa Canney actually had uh, reached out to me and my wife. Uh, they were going on a trip for, I believe, Thanksgiving, and were interested in a game that they could get that maybe their whole family could play and enjoy. And so we recommended this particular game that I'm gonna recommend here as well. I figured, and they they seem to really like it, so I'll recommend it here. And maybe you've heard of it, maybe you've seen it on the shelves at Target. Um, Target always has a really great selection of games I have found, um, and one of them is called Just One. And Just One is a really cool game because it is not a competitive game Whereas instead it is what is considered a cooperative game where you are working together as a team to accomplish a certain goal to score a certain score in this particular game. Uh, So what happens is uh, every round someone different will be the guesser and they will have a word in front of them that they cannot see and everyone else at the table can see that word. It'll be up to everyone else to write down just one word on their little whiteboard as a clue to what the secret word is. So everyone will write down a word as to what the clue might be. And then before the guesser can see what those clues are, everyone else must compare their words as their clues. And if any words are matching, so if any two people or more uh, gave the same clue, you have to erase those those words. So the key to this game is to give clues that will help the guesser uh, get the word without giving a clue that might match with someone else. So it's this fun little mental, um, Strategy that you have to figure out and what the best clues are to get the guesser to guess the word. If they guess the word right, um, then they only get one guess because the game is called just one. So you only get uh, to give one word as a clue for each person. You only get one guess um, as the guesser. If they get it right, you score a point. If you don't, you move on to the next person. And there's a little chart on the back of the rule book that shows you kind of what the scores are, like how well you did at the end of the game. I found this to be, this game works with all ages. This wor- game works with any people that enjoy um, that enjoy games a lot. It works well with people that maybe haven't played as many games. Um, I think this is a very approachable, simple, fun game, and it's cooperative, so no one should uh, you know get angry with each other if they win or lose, because you're all working together uh, to achieve the goal. So I very much recommend the game, Just One. Now it is time for our grammar school joke of the week.
1: Hi, my name is Aiden Hayes and I'm in Miss Miller's class.
0: How do you get a strong verb, take it to the gym?